What's up, everybody? Pete here with yet another X-Wing podcast. Uh, just before we get into the episode, I did want to give a heads up that Chris and I, uh, with our, our excellent foresight and timing, decided to record this on Monday evening. And by now, everybody knows that new rules and points updates have come from AMG uh, today on Tuesday. So I just wanted to give you a heads up that this, this upcoming episode, think of it kind of like a send-off to X-Wing 2.0. Chris and I had a really lovely small local tournament 18 folks came out we had a really great time and we talk a lot about it and we talk a lot about the fun we had we include a lot of local voices in that and um that's what podcast is all about playing x-wing and having a great time so i hope you give it a listen chris and i are going to take some time build some lists in the new style to 20 entire squad points uh and play some games and then and we'll come back next week and we'll have some hot takes then well maybe we'll have some uh measured lukewarm takes by that point but still i hope you enjoy thanks for listening as always and please enjoy the show commence primary ignition What's up, everybody? Welcome back to yet another X-Wing podcast. Uh, I am your host, Pete Lambro, as always, joined by Chris. That's no moon. Daniel, Chris, how you doing? I'm rocking and rolling, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm, uh, we were just talking about before, we had a pretty good weekend, a pretty packed weekend. There was a lot of X-Wing that happened this weekend. Yeah, we got lucky. We had Crossroads. We had a night, an amazing Hex tournament, which is local in New York City, of course. Yeah, right uh, on. Great weekend. Yeah, so I thought maybe this episode we would tackle both those tournaments. Um, but I think the meat of it's going to be our, our local tournament because honestly, I had a, I just had a fantastic time. But I want to start. I want to start in the Midwest, the middle of the West. I want to start over in the Crossroads Classic Five happened this weekend, and that was in Indianapolis, which is of course in Indiana. Uh, they had 91 players, big, pretty big event. Not, I mean, obviously, obviously not like the, the biggest event ever, but like, especially in these post COVID times, like that's a really healthy turnout. That's really great to see. That's massive. Um, so we each went through, we kind of looked at like the top cut, looked at some of these lists. Uh, I thought we'd each pick one of these lists, uh, that we were excited about, talk about it. Um, but you suggested smartly that we start with the winner, Talk about his list, and then we go into some more specific stuff. What do you say? Yeah, Andrew Lopez. He took it down out of a, a 91 people total. Uh, congrats to him. He floor. He, he flew uh, a Republic list with number one. I was talking to you about is really impressive because I have to say, like before recently, I I was not flying Republic. I was somewhat poo pooing them because I felt like they just weren't strong enough to make. Uh, cuts and they are popping up they are strong people are u- utilizing them for their strengths and you uh, just to give oh, go over the list quick it's um he floor warthog that's the lat mm-hmm. yep, the, i3 latin warthog is the one that uh lets any generic stay through to the end of engagement even if they're destroyed before their initiative value it's like man thank god i killed that ship up oh, never yep. mind he, no, prevent, he prevents initiative kills range zero to two so mm-hmm. also, it works on himself and any generics. Yeah. And he has fives. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Is that the what, what is that the calculate the focus one? Fives is if you make a shot that uh, that misses, that's considered missing, you can take a focus or evade token and place it on the card. Right. And then at uh, I believe it's either at the start of engagement or at your engagement, you can take it off the card. And- yeah. So it's before you engage, you remove that token, and you basically are allowed to use it if you want. That's right. And then he had clone commander Cody, who could be very mean. So after you perform an attack that missed, if one or more hits slash crits results were neutralized, the mm-hmm. defender gains a strain. Yeah. So he's, so good. So he's shooting right. with the hog. He has two other arcs, 104 battalions behind him, and two loyalist volunteers, the V-19, the, the loyalist. The uh, so v, the v-, 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 v- is the torrent. These are the V-wings. I got my V's wrong. So the V-Wing, yeah. the Nimbus-class V-Wing, he has two of those. Right. They're surprisingly, they're harder to kill than people think, especially... Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're very TIE Fighter-like. They are, so canonically, these are, this is the birth of the TIE Fighter, right? This is the first, like, twin ion engine fighter. Um, and they, much like the modern TIE Fighter and the Empire and the uh, First Order, they have two mm-hmm. attack dice, three defense dice. So, like, they're pretty agile little ships, and they move quick. They move, they have pretty good dials, actually. Um, yeah. The, the one thing that always stands out weird to me on their dials is they have the red one banks. Um, oh, wow. But they, they have all three turns available to them. They have all three banks available to them at, uh, you know, at, at differing difficulties. And then they have four and five straight. And then they got two and four K, which are both pretty useful. Um, but yeah, so the combo of this list, do you know the trick of this one? The, the well, I, I, trick? I'll, I'll interrupt you. I know the trick okay. because you flew something similar oh. to me that would <laughs> jack me up. So I will let you take the floor and explain yeah. this uh, monstrosity here. Yeah, so the the upgrades on Warthog, right? So every, everyone in this list is I3 or below. So Warthog actually starts the shooting. And Warthog has Ghost Company on board, which allows him to, while focused, uh, perform a second attack, right? So... Yeah, against uh, against an enemy you've not yet attacked, right? So the 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 hope for Warthog is he uh, shoots, hit, right? <laughs> right, yeah. So he shoots. He has to roll at least one result. That's the key. Is he has he wants to shoot someone and roll at least one result, and then either you're going to take damage, which is a win for the Warthog player, or you're not going to take damage by because you're going to neutralize it, and then that ship becomes strained because of Cody. And then Warthog gets to add a focus or evade, usually a focus on fives. Okay. Then you follow up with your uh, second shot at another target, and you're going to drop that same situation. You're either going to drop some damage or you're going to strain them. And then again, you're going to stack those tokens. There's no limit to the number of tokens that stacks on the fives. Ugh. Uh, and then it's and then fives is when you engage, or right before you engage, rather. Yeah. So, you know, if Warthog rolls up and takes his own focus, and he's like, well, I'm definitely going to want to get the ghost company out this time. So i got to make sure I'm focused at the end of my attack. You just take a focus off of fives from earlier, right? So then you got two focus tokens. You're you're much like like that perceptive co-pilot, uh, you know, dash with Biston situation where he was always shooting two times, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so then what you, what you do then is, you know, you get your two attacks, you strain a couple guys, and then you're following up with some punch because these, these arcs have the three front arc and the two back arc. And then the Loyalist Volunteers, they only have two dice, but they're fast enough they can really get up in your face and bully, right? So, you know, uh, and then you combine that with the, with the, war, with the uh, rather with the lat ship ability, the uh, Fire Convergence, that lets you re-roll dice if, if the enemy is in your attack arc, right? You get just like lots and lots of mods going on here. Um, 
the config that Andrew has on the Loyalist Volunteers is the free config, the esque config. Yep. That lets you, so that's a little bit of a weird config. And I am curious, uh, I might go back and try to watch. So this was streamed by uh, Gold Squadron Podcast. I might go back and try to watch um, some of his games, maybe the finals or something like that, because I'm curious if he actually uses the esque ability or if he has it on there because it's free. The, um, the esque ability allows you to spend its charges. I think it has two charges, so you can't do it every turn. You got to do it every other turn. You get to spend its charges, and then any crits that you inflict uh, deal ion tokens instead of critical damage. Okay? Yeah. Which is, you know, the, the combo, the intended combo seemingly is in that pack comes the droid that lets you get free crits. Uh, you would put marksmanship, right? So, like, you can imagine a V-Wing with a bullseye you know, marksmanship and the and the astromech that gives you uh, free crits. That guy is going to go ahead and say, "Ah, I, I, you know, I suddenly have three crits, and they're all ion tokens on your, you know, large base ship, and you're just ionized, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I do wonder in this because it's like true randomness. It's like you spend esk and you say, "Hope I roll a crit," <laughs> you know. So I, I don't, I don't know if he actually utilizes that, or again, it's just on there because it's free, right? Yeah, I think it's more of a free, free. Uh... A free thing because there's no way he could predict with the upgrades that he has if he's going to get crits. Right. Um, the um the other it doesn't other, cost anything. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Zero points. The other the other uh, config for them the Besh uh, config is pretty good. It's uh it's one point, but it allows it basically gives you um you can spend a target lock to change any die to a hit. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like advanced optics, but you know, like you know, you don't have to you're just guaranteeing that you're re-rolling uh at least one of those into a hit. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing that ES, ESK one, the ESK one. Esk, yeah. That could add that could add a little suspense to the game if you have a uh a, a Soontir or, or an ace out there with not a lot of health, obviously, but can move. Mm-hmm. And then if you you flip those two little chargers and you're like, all right, let's see what happens. And the other guy is saying, man, if this guy rolls two crits, my guy is toast next round because you have two arcs, you have a warthog, and then you have the 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 the, uh, Nim- the Nimbus V wings that can just crush them after. So it, it's fun, but it's a free upgrade. I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly yeah so, yeah. so I was just I mean I'm always curious. I'm always curious with that stuff. It's like how often is that used, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So now let's talk about, let's just, we, we went through, we picked out a couple ones. You were interested in talking about this fellow here. He made the top eight, Michael Peterson, um, flying the first order. And I'm going to, I'm going to take the lead here. I'm going to read this list to you and then you tell me why it's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with these, these first order lists. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are. You play me enough. <laughs> <laughs> they play you enough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it looks like he's got Kylo Ren uh, with extreme maneuvers. It's going to be Kylo Ren and the silencer. Right. Yep. He's got Grudge, uh, which is a first order bomber with ion torpedoes and bomblet generator. And then he has two first order cadets also with ion torpedoes and bomblet generator. Now, Grudge, as we've talked about before, because we've talked about this with Grudge before, Grudge is the first order bomber that when he is at range zero to two of a bomb that is detonating, he can re roll the dice for that bomb. Right. So he, he uses this two ways. You, one, you protect your own guys from getting self bombed. Mm-hmm. Uh, by re-rolling any any hit uh, or otherwise negative uh, results, and you really really maximize your efficiency of the bombs you're dropping on enemies by making sure that you re-roll them into hit or negative consequences for your opponent. Right? Rerolls are always a good thing. Yeah. So what what draws you to this list? Ah, uh, well, 
I, I was, uh, I think of the last one, I, I was, uh, I'm eating uh, my own crow right here, putting my, my foot in my mouth. I was talking about how grudge should go down in points, and then all of a sudden he's blasting off on the top cut here. But what attracts me to this list, other than I think Kylo Ren Extreme Maneuvers is one of the strongest uh, pilots out there, hands down in that ship. Mm-hmm. You can do so many maneuvers with that. But it's the ions, man, because uh, the way I'm when I'm looking at this, I am thinking like the bombers are pretty chunky. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not like super 10 health, but they're pretty chunky. They have six, uh, no, four hall and then the, uh, the six shields so they can take a hit. Now, if they get an ion torpedo off, for example, because uh, yeah. I fly the bombers, so if they get an ion torpedo off and if if that guy is ionized, these other bombers potentially could be in a place to drop a bunch of those bomblet generators, number one. Number mm-hmm. two, the person's I and I, so he, he he can't get out of dodge. And then on top of that, you have grudge for rerolls. And then an mm-hmm. annoying Kylo Ren just flying around playing cat and mouse. The I other, love that. The other That's... important thing uh, I think to point out that, that I think a lot of people forget about ion torpedoes is it's four dice, mm-hmm. right? Ion missiles are three dice, but ion torps are four dice, right? So even at range three, you're, you're shooting four dice and they don't get the range bonus, right? So even against a three agility ship, you, you know, if you get that full string, they can't, they can't evade the one damage, right? Which, you know, the first it's the damage, then it's ion tokens, right? So even just to bump up the firepower of these, uh, these, these ships that are normally two dice primary attack, right? The, the, the bombers, right? Just to bump up their damage from range three is like a big deal, right? It's, it's an ace's nightmare. And honestly, it could even be a large ship's uh, nightmare. If you run into Django, for example, who's mm-hmm. who could be maneuverable, who does the blues, he doesn't want to get ionized. No. And, 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 you know, the benefit of Django is, you know, he's the fire sprays get two agility dice, right? Like, so they're, they're surprisingly more agile than people expect them to be for such a, for like a larger base ship for a chunky ship, right? Like you don't necessarily expect it to be rolling two defense dice and then they are. And it's like, it lets them survive a lot more than you would think, right? So like, again, the ion torpedoes throwing four dice against that is really a boon for the ionizer, right? Uh, and then, yeah, like you said, Kylo with extreme maneuvers, this, this might be the strongest like end game scenario piece uh, in the game, right? Disgusting, yeah. And I, I will say, so this is actually what's interesting looking at, we're looking at List Fortress just sorting by Top Cut. This is actually, you were talking about, you know, surprised to see Grudge, you're eating crow here. There are two grudges in the I top know. 16 of the Crossroads Classic 5. Ryan Staniszewski also flying Grudge, uh, again, alongside Kyle Ren, a couple more bombers, right? Um, he he had a pretty interesting list here. He seems to have loaded, like his his bombers are loaded out totally differently. They have proximity mines, they have electro chaff missiles, which are that one new missile chaff. chaff cloud dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah everybody's favorite richard roundtree character <laughs> uh, electro chaff missile um i the, the list i found interesting that i want to jump down to is actually one that i have flown wait 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 let me let me jump on let me jump on this quick so so ryan you know he, yeah. he, everyone knows ryan of course he yeah. i mean two cyanars uh, test pilots hopefully i said that right ATP, who, which I'm not sold on because I like to have a decision of, of where I'm shooting, but these people use it. They, they use it brilliantly. He has two chaff missiles mm-hmm. where I went nuts for like weeks trying to make the chaff missiles work, and I and I didn't. So I'm praying that he's on stream. That way I could get some tips and stuff. But two ships with the two with, with chaff missiles on them. Um, 
he probably used it devastating. You don't want to see aces with aces. Do not want to see that, that chaff missile. Um, another Kylo Ren. He's still Kylo. He's still good. Even if he's in the whisper, uh, bomblet. Generator, Actually, like, I think, like, I think this Kylo, uh, because it has sensitive controls. I think his Kylo is also silencer. Oh, nice. That's even better. Sens- sensitive control requires, uh, auto thrusters ability. Oh, then there you go. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that that that's potentially really mean. So he probably there's a lot of territory control we have between the proximity mines and the chaff missiles. He has both of them. So that, I, I just had to give a shout out to the first order and probably obviously <laughs> just, well. Yes, shout out to everybody's favorite, the first order, <laughs> the right order. <laughs> uh, what was the one you? Uh, you oh, I wanted to, I wanted to jump down to uh, in the top sixteen. Stephen Crouch. Uh, he he's flying again another Republic list. A lot of Republic actually. We didn't mention this top three. Uh, top. Top three lists, top three cut uh, wow. lists, uh, three out of four are Republic. And then the fourth is actually uh, Late Republic, also known as the Galactic Empire. Um, jumping down, though, to top 16, Stephen Crouch. He's Warthog, uh, another Warthog list. So he's got Warthog with nothing. He's got a Squad 7 veteran, which is the I-3 uh, ARC-170 with Clone Commander Cody, who we reviewed before. That's the straining yep. guy. Yep. Um, and then he has two Jedi Knights, uh, generic Jedi Knights plus Delta 7B. That is the, uh, that is our, the <clears throat> I-3 generic Jedi. They get one force. Uh, the 7B switches their attack and defense around, so they get three attack, two defense, uh, but then importantly bumps them up and they get two more shields. So these become like a six health ship, much, much beefier ship. And they still have that really great uh, Aether Sprite dial, right? So I've flown this exact list, except I have put Clone Commander Cody onto Warthog instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I've dropped Clone Commander Cody and done uh, Wolfpack instead. But same same list in principle, right? Like same archetype, uh, which I like it a lot. Um, I'm interest- It's interesting here to see uh, Clone Commander Cody on the arc because it's the kind of thing where it's like, I, I understand what he's doing here, right? So Does normally... Point save, you think? No, no, same points, same points. But nor- normally I have it on the lat because the lat's shot is two dice, right? So I'm kind of expecting it to miss and then strain somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Versus this, he's going to be shooting with this Squad 7 veteran first. And, you know, if he sh- if he if he shoots and he somehow misses... Right, you know, the arc is less likely to miss, but if he does, then it punishes by giving the strain, which then makes these these Jedi Knights either more potent or it suddenly against a strained opponent, Warthog shot matters. Like Warthog shot becomes valuable, right? Right. Uh, That those two dice are all the more valuable when there's reduced um, reduced defense dice, right? so yeah, man. I mean, once again, we talked about this last time. We talked about a big tournament, a nice healthy mix of stuff in. Uh, in the top cut here. Although I will say what's standing out to me is a lot of Republic. So yeah. Republic Empire First Order. Good First Order showing. Four four First Order ships in the top 16. Mm-hmm. Four, uh, four, four or five Republic. Uh, I guess I'm Rebels in there. No Resistance actually, which is pretty funny um, because the most recent uh, was it on- online tournament? No, the Sith Taker Open had Resistance won, right? <laughs> like there was quite a bit of Resistance in the top cut. And, and here, not so much resistance, right? No, it's not a lot of resistance. It's interesting. So across the pond, they've cracked the code to uh, to the resistance, but not so much here. Not so much stateside. Not yet, but yeah. And that actually, that holds true for the more exciting tournament this weekend for me, the uh, tournament up at Hex & Co. Which <laughs> <is a> new, <laughs> local, local New York City store on the Upper West Side. They actually have two locations, right? 
Yeah, they have one on the east side, which is a lot smaller. I haven't checked it out yet. Um, okay. And then the one that uh, I help run the tournament are is on uh, what one fourteen and Broadway, and it's a nice location. Okay. And I'm uh, strongly, I think, addicted to now the uh, they had an <laughs> they had an orange beer that tasted exactly like like a sunkist soda. Which yeah, I this is this was the talk of the town. This is everybody, everybody round four uh, conceded early and went to go get this orange creamsicle beer uh, that they ran out of afterwards. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, they, they <laughs> all got the last one. Oh my gosh, that was delicious. That was too funny. But that was a great turnout. We had eighteen people, the most we've had for a, a hex tournament, at least locally here, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of props to the New Jersey crowd. They came up to hang, to play, to have like great camaraderie, what a great energy they brought, a lot of Red Seal games and the KFC guys. Yeah. Um, overall, really good turnout. This was a, uh, yeah, the, you know, you know what I liked most about this tournament? The, um, the TO of this tournament. <laughs> what a guy. He's handsome. It's a little short for my, my taste. <laughs> no, Chris, you, you ran the tournament. You're the, you're the head boss. You're selling yourself short. This was a great tournament with, again, like you said, great turnout, a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun people there. Uh, I had a great time. You know, we did four rounds, uh, local. We had it with, well, you're saying a lot of the KFC gang. That's a uh, friend of the podcast, guest, former guest of the podcast, uh, Christoph's, Christoph's crew, uh, KFC. We had Keith, Keith W won. Uh, our tournament, right? Yeah, in first Keith, place. He's he's otherwise known around the universe as Keith the Conqueror. He loves that nickname. Yeah, Keith the Conqueror. Yeah, I, I've I've heard a lot of people call him that. It's definitely <laughs> a true, a true and valid nickname. Um, <laughs> he took he took no, it down with them. Um, he took it down. <clears throat> he took it down with uh, he he's been he's been flying resistance and he flies like the not non-meta to me it's not meta which i just love i love it when people do that they come out he, the box. yes he, he very specifically so some of the stuff he flies is is reasonably is considered reasonably you know resistance meta like finn in the pod and rose in the pod are both really strong classic resistance pieces but like very specifically joff c striker is the t70 x-wing he most loves mm-hmm. which <clears throat> you know without reading what does joff c striker do chris Oh God! I'm looking it up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh no, no. I actually know. I actually remember. You, okay. If, I think if you take a hit, you mm-hmm. then get an evade afterwards. Very close. Very Something close. Something like that. All right. Well, just to, just for comparison, what does Poe Dameron in the T seventy do? Well, Poe, he, he could well budget Poe, as I would say, mm-hmm. uses a two charges, and he could give an action to someone. I think zero to two, mm-hmm. or make it a red action, or he could do it himself. That's right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Right. So it just goes to show you like one of these pieces you see a lot of and one of them you do not see a lot of. And Joff Striker, you don't, excuse me, Joff Striker, you don't see a lot of, but Joff reads uh, explicitly, after you lose one shield, gain one evade token. And this actually goes back to, this goes back to uh, a story I told uh, on this podcast and I've told to you before because you were there of uh, one of the first games we were playing online and you had Tavson. Right. Mm-hmm. Tavson allows you to, you know, after you take damage, you can uh, spend a charge and perform an action. Right. And, you know, I had done two damage to you and you're like, OK, I take a day. Da- I take a shield. I flip a token and I do the action. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, but you took two damage. Hey, you got to flip the other shield. Hey. And I'm like, where I'm like, did he not realize? Like, is he trying to cheat me? Mm-hmm. But no, you were just going in order because damage is received one at a time. So there's multiple opportunities for 
Tav said to perform actions. Same thing here. Every time Joff loses a shield, he gains an evade token. So he doesn't do an evade action. He gains the token. So he lo- if you do two shields to him, he loses one shield, gains an evade. Loses a second shield, gains another evade. So he's like, he's the, the T-70 that you just can't focus fire. Because oh. you're gonna like if you if you queue up two great shots on him, that first shot's gonna get some damage in, and that second shot's gonna get nothing because he's gonna have two evade tokens. It's mean, and he has it just it just makes it feel bad to to shoot at him multiple times, which is like you know focus fire is like a core tenet uh, and strategy of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. I, I do want to I do want to talk some of these lists, and I want to talk about the tournament a little bit. The first the first list I want to go over though is uh, let's just check here. This is Christopher Daniel. <laughs> uh, the TTO name is Christopher Daniel parenthesis EST. That means it was, he was established. I think it means that Eastern um, Eastern time zone. Eastern time. Oh, right. right, right we were doing right, right. TTS stuff. Yeah. So this degenerate had a first order squad. Which with uh, Major Von Reg in the uh, the Thai BA interceptor with Daredevil, then he had three of the same exact ship. He had three First Order cadets. It's the Thai bomber uh, with feedback ping, advanced proton torpedoes, ion missiles, skilled bombardier, and proximity mines. And we've talked about before this feedback ping is is you know, if your opponent lands at range zero to one after executing maneuver of a uh, device or a remote you get to uh, acquire a lock on them, ignoring range restrictions. So basically all these bombers, if you, if you land, like even if you successfully dodge the prox mine, mm-hmm. everybody gets a target lock on you, right? It's a win-win. Really, really valuable stuff. Um, yeah. So what do you think of your list? Do you have a good time flying it? I love that list because uh, I just love the first order. I like the bomber's ability to boost and then fart out a bomb. And then with the skilled bombardier, they could fart it even further as mm-hmm. if they had Taco Bell or something. But I like I like the feedback ping. I just think it's a, a bit of a, a semi-territory a control. Um, and then Von Rig is out there just trying to be annoying. And if you don't pay attention to him, he can make you pay. And mm-hmm. if you do pay attention to him, then hopefully the other uh, bombers are coming in there for the kill. Awesome. Uh, I will. So I, I now want to talk briefly about my list here because uh, I'd like to unveil. Chris, I don't know if I've explained this to you, but I am unveiling the official yet another X-Wing podcast list, the official Yaxby list, Y-A-X-P. It's a resistance list with a Y-Wing, an A-Wing, an X-Wing and a pod. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, Very slick, right my friend. Very it started slick. out as a joke, but I actually had a really good time with this list. And I'm going to keep flying it for a little bit and see what comes of it. So I, I showed up with Zori Bliss in the Y-Wing. Uh, she is the one that she can copy an action that's performed at range one of her. So if you perform, if a friendly or an enemy ship performs an action at range one, that is on her action bar, she can perform it as a red action. Okay. She can do that one time. She has a charge to do that. Uh, so I had Zori with R4 Astromech, Wartime Loadout, and Proton Torpedoes. Uh, then I had Lulo Lampar in the RZ2 A-Wing. That's the A-Wing that gets to do extra damage dice and reduced defense dice uh, when he is stressed. He had Predator and Heroic. Uh, I had Poe Dameron in the T-70 X-Wing. This is, I had Budget Poe, like you like to call him, I had the Heralds <laughs> of Hope Poe, uh, with Heroic, R4 Astromech. Uh, and then lastly, I had Finn in uh, the Transport Pod with Heroic and Pattern Analyzer. Disgusting. Why, why don't you explain... Well, you know what? I'm going to explain. The, okay. So I'm playing Peter, and I'm playing the 
Keith the Conqueror, who both have Finn mm-hmm. with heroic and pattern analyzer. That's right. And I'm seeing these guys, just so you know the public, I'm seeing them and I'm like, man, pattern analyzer. That's such a, in my head, I'm like, that's a bad move. You want advanced optics. That's great advanced optics with Finn's ability because that's the way to go. And Pete was like, oh, no, you know, this is good. I'm going to analyze some patterns. He's making like light of it. And I'm thinking like, oh, all right, well, poor Pete. He's not playing it right. And But then Keith had it also. So all of a sudden I'm playing Pete. And then he does a little, he does, did, didn't you do like this ridiculous red one and then you barreled? That's you, right. Oh, and that drove me nuts because I did not expect Finn to be that maneuverable. But because he has pattern analyzer, all of a sudden, he's dodging my bombers. He's dodging the bombs, and I am feeling like an idiot. And I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" So, yes, I take back my words. I am sold on Finn pattern <laughs> analyzer. Yeah, that's so. Very specifically, we were in a situation where I was like, "Okay, well, you know, you you had you had a target lock with the bomber on Finn," and I was like, "And if you if you dialed in a one bank, uh, you would have been perfectly poised to just." decimate Finn with uh, an advanced proton torpedo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, double mod. It would have been double modded, nice, juicy range one, perfect shot. Um, so I did the one hard and then the barrel on the pod is actually red. So I did, I did the barrel. So I ended up double stressed, but I blocked, I blocked, uh, I think you might have two bank, but either way you, you would have ended up in the perfect position. Right. But I, I blocked well, it blocked out me, and yeah. you just, you couldn't do it. And it was, it felt great. Um, and the other Finn with heroic uh, uh, combo that I am only I'm getting I'm new to playing resistance and I'm absolutely in love with it. Uh, so everybody else knows this out there, but uh, this is shout outs uh, to the champion to Keith uh, for explaining to me. It's like, well, when this happens, you, you have to yell heroic. Instead. Yeah, you do. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so um, <laughs> so what you know, if Finn's ability allows him to uh, on uh, defense or offense if. Um, he can add a blank result uh, or he can gain a strain and add an eyeball result, right? Pretty straightforward ability. Uh, so I am there and I roll two blanks, two blank uh, red dice, right? And it's like, I go for an attack, a blank out. I say, okay, I add the new blank and then I say heroic and I reroll all three into two hits and a crit. I did that twice in that tournament. I did that once against the PAX champ Merrick and I think once against you. Yeah, you, you did it once against me and then Keith the Conqueror did it as well, and they got excited like they won the lottery. They're like heroic, and it was just I felt like I was like, ah, oh, this crap. Well, after so, me so after I didn't yell it out against you, and Keith told me he's like, no, you have to yell heroic. You know, all the way down to the end, the, the way you had the table set up at, at Hex was actually great. It was like one really really long table, like Last Supper style, one real big long table. Uh, so I'm at down at one end, and you and Keith are down at the other end, and I, I had it happen against uh, Merrick. And I, I yelled down. I said, hey, Keith. And everyone got quiet. And I said, the thing happened. And I yelled heroic, right? <laughs> and then I re-rolled it into two hits and a crit. Uh, and and poor Merrick, he's like, this feels like cheating. And I'm like, it really does feel like cheating. <laughs> like it, it absolutely feels like you're breaking the rules with this combination. Um, but man, I, I had so many great games. I played, um, I, so I played against both. Merrick, our PAX champion, former guest of the podcast, friend of the podcast. Uh, and I also played against his daughter, Matilda. Um, she was out there, youngest one of the tournament, flying uh, Rebel Alliance, my first love. Uh, she had Dutch in the Y-Wing with plasma torpedoes. 
She had Tenum in the B-Wing with stabilized S-foils. She had Garvin in the X-Wing, and then she had Wedge in the X-Wing with ion torpedoes. And we've talked about the value of those ion torpedoes before. Um, we've, we've talked about similar lists, I think, in the past, right? You know, Tenum is just a solid piece with those S-foils because he can double mod himself. He's the one who can spend stress like a focus. Um yeah, she was out there with that list. Were there any other lists that stood out to you as really good ones? I liked um, Ryan Becker, our infamous Philly guy. Ah, uh, yes, our our Philadelphia correspondent Ryan Becker. <laughs> yeah, he he flew. Why don't you, why don't you go through his his list with yeah, us? Yeah, he flew Django with Lone Wolf and Count Dooku was like a Dooku was a staple with Django. They mm-hmm. must have lived together back in the past or something. Um, he flew General Grievous with Composure, I guess, in case he fails a boost, and Soulless One, which basically adds the two hull, I believe, and then yeah. I think that gives you the ability to uh, re-roll if you. Uh, yes, uh, the, yeah, it, it basically enhances Grievous's natural ability. Right, and then two Vultures with Discords, Separatist drones with Discords. They have the struts, and then they have the independent calculations for free. Since they since the point change with independent calculations for free, I mean. Honestly, if, if you like CIS, there's no reason why you should not be flying these drones. So you have... Uh, well, I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're flying the drones, like in a swarm formation, you want the network calculations, right? So like Merrick Honestly, honestly with- for, for zero points, I don't think you need them anymore. If, if you get... You get you, I mean, you, you get independent calculate. You're getting two calculates. It, well, you're getting two calculates good. at the cost of a stress is the thing. Right, yeah. Right. So like take, make, take Merrick's list, for example. He was flying a, a droid swarm. He had six droids. Um, and they all had network calculations, right? So when when his swarm was kind of in that column formation, and the two at the back weren't going to get good shots off, the other, like you know, kind of as people defended, he was able to. They were all able to just spend each other's calculates, right? So it's like it, it, mm-hmm. like the network calculations still certainly has value. And then also you run in a situation where it's like, well, if you get bumped, right? Like if you get blocked, then you gotta be able to, you know get out of that right so it's like blocking is not necessarily an ability you know like guaranteed like you're tokenless now because of the network calculations they can share right um yeah but so, it, it's it's like a may it's a may so he could easily yeah, say, oh yeah you know yeah it's, it's, it's totally optional totally optional yeah so it's it's um, it's, it's pretty good because then if he's like you know what i'm going to get this nice parking spot on this big asteroid and i'm going to wait for this big ship to come towards me independent calculations mm-hmm. And then he could use one for discord and then one for attack or defense. Yeah. And I think that's what Ryan was doing. So I think on Ryan's list, the independent calculations does make a lot of sense. And I will say I have it on good authority. The composure is there because he had one point left over. Yeah. <laughs> he oh. put it in there to be at an even, at an even 200. Um, and actually, so we could talk a lot about these lists and we're going to come back and talk about this. We're actually going to take a quick break at the tournament. I did run around and get some hot takes from people who were playing. And I'm going to, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear some of those takes right now. Uh, and we'll be right back after this. Welcome to my name. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, introduce yourself. This is Harris. And I was at the Hex tournament. It was a pretty good day. One shot at a Kylo. Overall, it was a, a lot of fun. Brought a ghost with Kanan, Maul, Ezra. Uh, overall fun. Great shout out to Chris. Always a fun tournament at Hex. It starts getting real wonky once we start getting regular. Hey, this is Keith um, with KFC. Uh, food resistance salad. Shout out to Chris for always throwing a fun event. Really, really great. Getting us uh, space 
for the uh, in Hex. Thanks for throwing that tournament, man. I'm Brandon, I'm Brandon Medina, part of NYC X-Wing. The guitar was good. Have fun. Chris needs needs to go more crazy as usual. Hey, uh, K Top here. Um, I flew uh, Zori with Protorps Marksmanship uh, Electro Chaff Missile. Uh, yep, and Wartime Loadout. Uh, Commander Poe with Protorps, and then Han with Ray Gunner. Um, Best uh, game was shoutouts to Brando. <laughs> Poor guy, he got in, he, he got uh, four crits into a devastating barrage, so he couldn't block it, and Kylo died in like one shot. So, <laughs> shoutouts to Brando. Hey, this is Saul Guerrero. Oh, I'm at the Hex tournament, and I love X Men. Uh, my name's Ryan. Uh, had a great time at the tournament. Best part was playing Pete, so thanks again. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ryan. My name's Zach. Um, my favorite part of the tournament was watching James Rick Ollier just survive like a boss. That was a great game. Hi, I'm uh, James Weber, and I, the, I actually have two good things about the tournament. Um, uh, one is just everybody here is fantastic, great people. And uh, the second is I had two really good close matches, and that's what I was looking for this day. And they were just really fun, those two matches. The other ones were I, I got destroyed, and I learned a lot. <laughs> but the other two were uh, really, really close, and it was really fun with Harris and with Zach. This is Ryan Talonbane Becker, um, and a great tournament. Thanks to Chris for uh, hosting us all. I flew a uh, fire spray, uh, Grievous, a Django in the fire spray, Grievous and a Beazelbub, whatever the fuck, and then two uh, separatist vultures. And I think it's probably with the new road rules and the new obstacle rules, kind of needs to be repriced. I think that the droids are too cheap. Too cheap. Yeah, I think they're too cheap. back thanks thank you so much everybody so quick shout outs quick shout outs to zach james harris brando ryan becker ryan chong keith soul and christoph katoff for for giving their hot takes actually so i went around to everybody and i said i said hey man we're doing something for the podcast i said we're you know i want you to just introduce yourself right <clears throat> And, and tell me something, something good about the tournament. Something you, you know, I let some people say, "Oh, what you fly? What you this? What you that?" Right? And some people really went for it. Like as you just heard, you know, Christoph gave us a whole breakdown of his list. And oh, poor Brando, poor Brando's Kylo got just decimated by the uh, by the Zori uh, ability and the uh, and the the wartime load of the devastating barrage. Apparently, you know, um, Christoph just dropped a bunch of unblockable crits Oof. on on Brando's Kylo Ren and just. Blew him off the table, which is like, oh, you think a piece? We talk about piece like Kylo is the uh, the ultimate end game piece. It's like, well, if you don't make it to the end game, good luck, bud. <laughs> right? Sounds like a mean bullseye scenario. Total mean bullseye scenario. And and the other the other guy, um, 
have gave us mostly a rundown of his list was Ryan and I, I and Ryan uh, some additional context. Uh, you know, we played with the new obstacle rules, quote unquote, the new um, previewed obstacle rules, where you know the rocks are going to do automatic damage um, and then possibly a secondary damage. The uh, <clears throat> the clouds are going to possibly you know ionize you. Right. Um, and then the debris are, you know, auto stress and then impossible damage, right? Like a more deadly obstacle set. So Ryan was saying that he feels like the droids, that right now the struts on the droids are free. So they can just land on these rocks and debris that are like deadlier for everybody else. And they just remain completely ignored by the droids. He was saying he's like, he feels like the droid price has to go up to compensate for that. He's like, it's like kind of unfair that they can mm-hmm. land on the, uh, on the rocks. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was great to get it was great to, to get so many people to chime in. I like I like to feature the different voices. We're gonna, you know, like I've said before in the past, we're gonna try and get other guests uh on the podcast. But yeah, was there any other list that stood out to you that you played against? Any other games you played uh on Sunday that stood out to you as like just like top tier? I, I had uh I want to give a shout out to uh to Phil the Ferocious. So I played Phil uh on the thing is Felipe Sepulveda. Yep. Hopefully okay. I said that I said it fast that way. Hopefully I said it right. Yeah, it's exactly but, uh, right. Yeah, it's... he was a New York native, and then he moved away. But he was up for this uh, up for this weekend, so it was great to have him uh, play in the tournament. So I played against him, and he had an interesting, annoying list. He uh, Republic oh, I'm again. Lo- I'm looking at it right now. Yes, I love this list. But keep, oh. you you explain why it's annoying, and I'm going to explain why it's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so he had Click, who I'm looking up mm-hmm. his ability now, but Click is a v-wing the nimbus v-wing yes. and click click and click is my favorite v-wing because click uh, i'm gonna tell you all about his ability so when when uh when someone uh when a target that you have locked attacks or uh performs an attack or defends right click can spend a charge and negate the uh range mm-hmm. bonuses right, yeah. From being applied right so what you can do because his click has r3 astromech what you can do is you can drop two target locks turn one on your ships and then when they defend at range one you can deny range bonuses so that the enemy doesn't get that that really crucial extra die at range one right it's a real a real disgusting move and he has that r3 on him which allows for the two locks so it's two locks exactly yep Pretty mean, and then he had uh, Shaq T, Shaq, Shaq, mm-hmm. Shaq, Shaq, with the on the Edda with a uh, Juke mm-hmm. and Compassion, which I don't think he really used, but a uh, Juke. She's compassionate enough, but a uh, right. Juke, and then Rick Ole 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 Ole, uh, Rick Ali with Juke as well, and then Anakin with Juke. So you have three guys with Juke. Um, very annoying people. Click. Was doing his target lock thing. Uh, with, with the who did he? Uh, who did he target lock with? Click in the beginning. Who did he protect? Oh, it it was. Uh, no, he actually target locked two of my guys. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, he was being more more mean. <laughs> Even more mean. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, and then Anakin with this, uh, with the proton torpedoes. In that. this is N uh, one starfighter Anakin. Yes, this is baby Anakin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a, it was a very crafty list and we were going back and forth very, very even. And then he, he just ran into really one bad round. Um, right. But the saving grace, shout out to him and Saul, is I put first time I did this for a store somewhere, I put a bounty onto Saul. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. You told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the Saul is the is the current Hex and Co. store champ. 
Correct. Right? Just, that was just for some context why. for yep. other people is we had, we recently had a very belated 2020 store championship <laughs> and, and Sol won. He took the, he took the grand prize there. So that was the source of you putting the bounty on him. Right. Last fall, I think it was fall or early, early went to Sol, won the store yeah. championship. It was a bit, big turnout, great tournament. So I put a bounty on Sol. So the first person to beat Sol would get this uh, specific alt art card. Uh, which mm-hmm. was a Han Solo card. I, mean, I actually thought he was going to fly Han, but it was a Han Solo card. So Phil beat him, and then he won the card. So uh, good good spirit. Nice job, Phil. Absolutely. Shout out, shout out to Phil. Uh, I only briefly met Phil. I didn't get to play. I didn't get a chance to play him, but I really like his list here. Like Juke, everybody knows Juke. Juke is, uh, whew, Juke's brutal. Um, Shock T, really fun ability. She lets, uh, she lets a ship retain a focus or evade token through the end phase into the next round. And what's interesting about her is she has two force, right? She needs to spend a force in order to have someone retain a token. But that force spend happens before refreshing force tokens for the round. So every round, assuming she ends the round with an active force token, she can spend and regain that same force token, right? Mm -hmm. Um, which is in some ways, you know, if you only have one left, then you're going to start the next round with only one left still. Um, you know, but a lot of times, especially early game, you can kind of like, you can kind of queue up that first engagement and just like have extra tokens, which is just super, super valuable. Um, you know, cause unlike rebels, right. Republic doesn't have a lot of token sharing, right. There's not a lot of, a lot of the no. uh, ability to get, you know, rebels have a ton of, a ton of action abilities that grant, you know, free focus actions or additional focus tokens or like sharing focus tokens. Cause you have like Jake and Kyle and Hera and all these like ships that kind of like pass the tokens around. Republic doesn't have a lot of that. Right. So with shock T they're able to do some of these same manipulations to like enter an engagement with double modifications or with just, you know, improved uh, odds, you know, stack. Perfect. So it's a really smart list. It seems like a lot of fun to fly. I love those N one starfighters. Like they could zoom, they, zoom, love to go fast. They could move. That everyone on that list could, is, is a great dial. They could move fast. Uh, another one I liked was K tops, but that is solely because I just felt like it's a nostalgic list. <laughs> sure, tell us about K tops. What do you have? Had Han is resistance. So Han Solo mm-hmm. and the Falcon. Old man Han. Old man Han. Who and then he had the crew of Ray, mm-hmm. which was is. Pretty good. It's uh, while you defend or perform an attack, if the enemy ship is in your turret arc, mm-hmm. you can spend a force to change a blank result to an evade or hit, which is pretty cool. And Super then it had cool, yeah. Poe with proton torpedoes and Zori Bliss doing mean Zori stuff with, as you mentioned earlier, with marksmanship, wartime loadout, proton torpedoes, and the chaff. Chaff. The, the electro chaff. And I, you know, I. I have yet to try Electro Chaff in a list, but I think I think now that I'm on a resistance kick and now that I'm really in love with this this Zori Bliss, this um this resistance Y Wing, I think I might try Electro Chaff as well. I don't know if I'm gonna be uh, a resistance Falcon guy anytime soon. Um, but this list absolutely seems fun. Like a, tr- a three ship list, you know, cause we don't know, we've talked about before, <clears throat> a lot of people have talked about it, <laughs> we're not the only ones, but we we've talked about before how we don't know what small lists like small ship count lists look like in objective play right Mm -hmm. like we don't we don't know like is there going to be just simply too much value in having additional bodies on the field right to allow for two and three ship lists 
um, you know, like, so Dick does that style of play really fade uh, in favor of higher ship count? And right? it could, like, it could, but it could, we don't I'm, know. We I'm, don't know. I'm telling you at the end of the day, if you're taking ships off the board, hundred percent. Yeah. Then you're good. And, and this list, you have two sixes, Han and Poe are six. You have Zori as a yeah. five. All three of them can hit hard. If a little small ship, sure. yeah, if a small ship is, has an objective point, and you wipe it off like yeah. by the end of you, round you, one. If you want that objective point, you can have it. <laughs> yeah. And then you lose the trip. So it, it, it's yeah. interesting. But I like it also because I like Well, I mean, and, and absolutely, um, the developers, you know, AMG has been out there saying, absolutely, this is a, a, a thing, right? Like that the primary way to win a game will be destruction of other ships, right? Like objectives keep you engaging, yep. keep you gaining points, but like, the person who blows up more stuff is going to have an edge, right? Like it's still a dog fighting game at the end of the day, right? Like it's still a star Wars game, right? Yep. <laughs> so keep it together, everyone. You still get to blow up those plastic ships. Uh, other than actually, that, uh, overall, you don't, you don't get to blow up ships. And, what happened? I said, I said, actually, uh, they, they just called me and said, you're not allowed to blow up ships anymore. Chris Daniels specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, overall, amazing time. Everyone had great spirit. Loved, especially the Jersey guys coming up and some new faces as well. Overall, oh, yeah. a great tournament. Like, uh, I, I played during, you know, we heard him in the break. We heard him um, give his feedback. Brian Chong, he said the best He said the best game he played all day was against me. And I think that he was just being nice because I was asking him. But he's a great guy. He's a newer player. He was really, we've played once before. I said to him, because he beat me this time. He got me. He got my goose. He, he flew... Uh, he flew Wedge, Luke, Ahsoka, and Ezra in the TIE Fighter, right? And and I tell you, he baited me with Ezra. I wasted way too much try- time trying to win those points. No way. Did you really? Yes way. You went for Yes, the, I sent I sent Poe Dameron. I sent Poe Dameron after Ezra in the TIE Fighter, and I couldn't take him down. And I said until I, I was like, this is not worth my time. And I like turned off and, and had to go. But by that time mm-hmm. I had already ignored the rest of the fight. And then, you know, you know, Ahsoka with the three force and an evade token is just unhittable, right? Like it's just really, really tough to get her. Right. So, you know, it's like all these, uh, you know, he had, he had a good combination of ships and he flew it really well. Um, and I, I told them afterwards, cause the last time we played, I won. I said, now we're one and one. I said, next time we play, it was a tiebreaker, right? <laughs> The rubber match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used, I used to fly. Good guy. Good to see him. Good to, good to see all the locals. And um, yeah, yeah, no, ex- excellent, excellent shout out to the New Jersey guys for coming up. Yeah, that was, it was super, what a tournament, Chris. What a, what a way, what a way to celebrate a holiday weekend. George Washington would be proud of us. There we go. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah, me too. Then we have, um, um, we have uh, to jump in. We have next week. East Coast Gamers, which is actually that's right. This this Saturday is uh, yeah. So Jer- the Jersey Shore X Wing Group is hosting uh, a tournament at East Coast Gamers down in Tom's River, New Jersey. That's Michael Bird co- toing that. Thanks, Michael. Um, you and I will both be there, right, Chris? Yeah, we're gonna be there. Be there. All right, we're gonna what, you know. And and if you listen, let me tell you right now. If you see me out there, or you see Chris, and you want to have a hot take from that tournament on this podcast. You grab me and say, "I want to put a take on the podcast. I want. I got something to say, and I will. I will put my phone out. I will record you. I will put you live on the air." Um, yeah, so we'll we'll definitely record next week with some takes from that. Hopefully, Sam will be joining us next week, and he can uh, color commentate on the various lists and and talk about that. You know, any recent play he's had. Um, 
And then what, what do we got after that? Oh, we have uh, RSG, Red Seal Gaming Tournament. It's uh, next month. That's going to be the, the March wait, 19th. March 19th. To that? The wait list is about 75,000 people. Uh, it is currently full, but feel free. Are to you are you on the wait list? Or I am number 10 on the wait list. You're number 10 on the wait list? Oh, maybe I'll give you my spot if I'm feeling lazy. I don't know. I'll, I'll send you down there with a car that says, I'm Pete Lambro. Right? Lucky number 10. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody's favorite saying, lucky number 10. It's a hot scene there, so I totally understand it. It filled up so yeah. fast. Yeah, but I mean, good for them. They're having then they're doing. A, they gave them more space. The store, the store. You know what's nice? That store is really supportive of the X Wing community, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. really interested in having that type of game happen there. It's really interested in having the people come into play. Uh, you and I both, like we said, we had a great time going out and playing there. And it's just, it's just really nice when. You know, because you know, a lot of you know, a lot of times game stores have different uh, flavors, right? Like, you know, you got the game store that caters to like Magic Gathering, Pokemon games, right? Things like, like trading card games. Then you have game stores that cater to like Warhammer scene, right? Um, so, like, not you know, not every store is the same, right? But like, you know, the East Coast gamers and 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 RSG are really, really, you know, their store ownership is like really interested in this excellent community. Yeah, that's that's great to see, and it shows. It shows in the tournaments that they get to host, right? Jersey has a, a great great people and great following and we have in brooklyn we're hoping to stay tuned guys because um we're going to see when and if we can do uh b strat has not had a tournament i think in in, maybe this year uh maybe in january we had one but maybe not in february Uh, i'm i'm almost positive it was one in january but the february one was canceled because of the omicron spike uh yeah they didn't cancel due to covid so yeah, for whatever the reasons were, they didn't have a a, 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 a tournament. But yep. stay tuned because we're looking for potential um, tournament there. Uh, Joaquin runs that, and I was speaking with Merrick, and we're hoping to get Carcosa back on the schedule. So uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, stay aware, or if you feel yeah, like driving right, up yeah. to Brooklyn, might be coming back soon. So if you if you are in the New York or New Jersey area, I totally encourage you to come out and play with us. Join us on our on the NYC X Wing Discord. Um, get some online games with us if you're interested. If you like talking to us, you can talk to us while we play X Wing. And uh, trust me, you'll probably win because Chris and I are not that good at X Wing. <laughs> well, we just talk a good game. We just talk a good game. All right. So before we close out, Chris, we cannot leave the people hanging. We got to give them the hot tip of the day. Uh, now you had said earlier you had a tip, and then I had talked about a possible tip. I like I yours. Which one do you, you like? Yours. Mine. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me let me paint a word picture, folks. <laughs> now we've talked more about spacing, right? We've talked about how a one forward is equal to one small ship base length, right? We're on the same page about that. And a three forward, for example, is equal to three small ship base lengths. Easy enough so far, right? This is the same math we have used to equate, you know, the five straight equal to the uh, to the the range two band, right? So Merrick and I were in a situation where we were totally railroaded together, right? And it's like, okay, well, one ship wants to jump over the other ship by doing a two straight. We know it's going to fit, but rather than do the you know the X wing surgery where you mark and remove a ton of ships, he said, watch this. He took his three straight. So he was doing a two straight. He took the three straight. He lined up the back of the template to the hash mark on the midline of the base. Um, Then he took the ship and moved it so that the hash mark was aligned with the front of the template. 
And that subtracts exactly one bank base length from the length of that template, leaving you with a two straight. So that moves the exact amount as a two straight. Mm-hmm. So, so you can use that hot tip in your next game, uh, assuming your opponent's okay with it, right? You know, so if you are playing against someone who's a real stickler for like, no, 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 we got to mark them, we got to be exact, fine. Don't don't argue with that, right? Because those are technically the rules, right? But, you know, to save time, get more rounds in, and just generally like, you know, reduce the amount of like nudging and bumping that could occur when you're marking and moving ships, right? That that nice tip where, you know, you just remember your base lengths, like one small base length, so one small base ship length is equal to one straight, right? Pretty cool. Hot tip, Yaxby official tip of the week. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Just the tip. That's what she said. Oh. Oh, all right. <clears throat> I think it's going to be a podcast for us, Chris. This was great talking to you about some of these lists. Love, love hearing your takes on these bad guy factions that I just can't stomach to fly. It's first order. Ugh, more like the worst order. <laughs> we will be back next week uh, with more conversation, more takes. We're going to talk about that East Coast Cameras tournament, and I hope to see a lot of you there. Uh, and you know what? If you're not on the East Coast, if you are a Midwest or a West Coast gamer and you want to you want to come on this podcast and you want to tell me how wrong I am about everything, I encourage it. Please. Send me a message. Find me on a Discord and, uh, and, and tell me I'm wrong and, and come on out and defend yourself. Defend your, your side of the country. <laughs> uh, we will, uh, Chris, we'll be back next week, right? As always. As always, I've been your host, Pete Lambro, alongside Chris Daniel, and we thank you for being here, and we thank you for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time. What are you eating, eating, by the way? A turkey jerky stick. Oh, beef jerky kind of? Mm. Yeah, yeah, but it's turkey. It's called Chomps. They got it at Trader Joe's. I got a couple of theirs like a while ago, a couple of years ago. It wasn't bad. Trader Joe's has like some of the best kept secrets. Oh, yeah, I love Trader Joe's. I'm literally eating their kettle corn chips right now. Hell yeah. My Trader Joe's problem, or my problem with Trader Joe's in general, is that um, a lot of the stuff there can be, like, good for you. Like, these things are really good. They're, like, 60 calories, tons of protein, really delicious, really filling, right? So yeah. these are, like, a pretty healthy snack to have. It's like beef jerky stick. But also they have just, like, imitation Oreos that are <laughs> complete garbage for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, they have some bad ones. I'm going to turn down my speakers a little bit because it's a little too loud. All right, uh, say something now. Um, yes, so Trader Joe's, yes. They used to have something called, I think it was called Not My Dad's Dew, like meaning Mountain Dew or something like that. Not My Dad's something. Because there was a... Not, not Your Father's Root Beer, the, the alcoholic root Right, beer. right. So Not Your Father's like a yeah. Mountain Dew or something like that. And they changed the spelling. Mm-hmm. It was the most delicious thing in the world. It was, it had, it was like a Mountain Dew, but an alcoholic version of it. Yeah, boozy Dew. That's madness. Right. Oh, yeah, I I would buy it so many. Then the, the following year, they never, they didn't, they never brought it back, and I was like traumatized. That, really, I think you're living a pretty blessed life if the lack of boozy Mountain Dew, like prepackaged, just is traumatic. <laughs> <laughs>